Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Would this thought process be correct with patterns? For advanced patterns, the edge comes from taking the same setup consistently on the same pairs. It allows you to take the wins and losses that exposes probabilities compared to just trying to trade every pair possible looking for the pattern there's uh, looking for the pattern. There's no consistency that allows you to expose the probabilities in the market. Yeah, yep, that's exactly what it is. You wanna trade every single pattern on the pairs that you're supposed to be trading them on. Um, on the time frame you're supposed to be trading them on. One of the problems about just going to random pairs and trading random patterns is guess what do you actually know that patterns perform well on that pair raymond mentioned it earlier he said i do not trade bad garley bats gartley's i do not trade gartley's on euro pound bats on euro pound there's probably a reason for that my guess is that it's not profitable for raymond so therefore why would he want to trade something that doesn't give him an edge? He doesn't. So he says, you know what, on that pair, I'm not trading them. Now, does that mean Anna shouldn't trade bats on Euro, Euro, uh, Euro Aussie? Not at all. Anna has to do her own testing and see for herself. But the point is, and this goes for any system, honestly, any, any system, right? It's not going to work the same on every pair. There are going to be some pairs where it works fantastically there are some pairs where it's going to be meh there are other pairs where it's going to be who no way no way and that's the point of your back testing to see what works well on what particular pairs and of course you want to do more of what works and and none of what doesn't work or i guess less of what doesn't work so yeah once you find a pair time frame that works well with pattern trades um, your goal is to take all of them consistently and that's how you exploit your eyes. That's how you become the casino when it's no longer trying to hunt and pick a particular winner. It's playing the numbers game, saying that, hey, I know at the end of 100 trades, this is what my expectancy will be. My job is just to get to that number and I know I'll be profitable. And, that, and that's for, for any, any system, guys. It's not just patterns for any system. Any system or strategy, yep. Would you say the edge is in the pattern or the consistent process of taking the pattern? They're one, in, they're one in the same. There's not a difference between the two. The setup is what gives you the edge because the setup is something that will make profit if done over time. Your consistency in taking it is what allows you to extract that edge. So it's, it's, it's think about it like this, where it's like, let's say we're playing a game of um, 
heads or tails, right? And I say, hey, Drew, every time you win, you get two bucks. Every time I win, I get, you give me $1, right? So where where is the edge in that? Is the edge in playing the game? And or the, the actual game of flipping the coin or is the edge in the frequency in which you play it at? Or are they the same? You see what I mean there? Yeah, they're they're one and the same. The pattern is what gives you the edge. The pattern is your something that says, hey, this will make money if over time, if consistently executed, executing it. Consistently executing the pattern, that's that's doing the job. That's 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 you saying, hey, Akil, I'm going to take you up on your offer to play this game. And you coming in each and every day and playing the, the heads or tails with me. So there, there, it's, it's, and again, that's for any, any type of system, right? And edge is pointless if you don't extract it, right? And that's why most people lose money, right? People have great systems and then they just mess it up, right? People have a system with an edge and then they either try to hunt and pick what trades they want to pair, uh, trades they, what pairs they want to trade or what trades they want to take advantage of. They do weird stuff with stops. They do weird stuff with targets. They decide, I don't want to trade today, but I'm going to trade tomorrow. They decide, I'm going to trade this pair today, but then that pair tomorrow. So they don't consistently extract that edge. Then it becomes randomness. And randomness is is random. Again, that's no different than me and you playing heads or tails. But instead of giving you the edge and saying, every time you win, I give you $2. And every time you lose, you give me one. Now it's Now it's playing the game where it's like, hey, when you win, you get a dollar. When I win, I get a dollar. We're going to play this game, but then instead of just flipping it over and over again, you're trying to pick out when you want to play or not. So you're like, okay, I don't want to bet on this hand or this flip. I don't want to bet on this flip, but the third flip I want to bet on. And it's just a random result. There's, there's, no, there's no edge in that anymore. And I would go the same for if you were doing, if, if we had the original two-to-one scenario. If you're just kind of, right? If, if we go back to that two-to-one scenario, what is the better way to play, guys? If we go back to that two-to-one scenario where I say, hey, Drew gets $2 when he wins, he gives me $1 when I lose. And I say, we're going to flip this coin 100 times. What is the ideal way to play? Is it for Drew to say, hey, flip it 100 times. I want to place this bet all 100 times. Or is it for Drew to sit back and kind of think each time and say, okay, uh, this time. Okay, no, not, not, not that time. Not, not that time. But this time. Right? All 100 times. Why? Because he has the edge, right? This goes back to the crap strategy. Again, I, I play craps. It's the casino has the edge. The craps has the second highest probability in favor of the player as far as casino games. Um, don't get me wrong. The, the house still has the edge in it, but this has the second probability. When I used to play craps first starting off, I would basically do kind of a hunt and peck type of strategy where like, you know, if you guys aren't familiar with craps, right, there's a table, they have basically their, their numbers, and you put your bet on certain numbers, when you roll the dice and a number comes up, you either make money, or if a certain number comes up, the, the house makes money, right? Um, when you roll a, a seven, for example, it's called a crap out. Now, can anyone guess why seven is the magical number where everyone loses their money, unless you're betting against everyone else? Think about two dice, or a pair of dice, right? Yeah. 
seven, the number seven has the most ways it could be hit with dice, right? It could be a six and a one, it could be a two and a five, it could be a three and a four, and it could be the opposite way. So it has the most, the, 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 it is the number that can be hit the most. Therefore, the casino keeps that number for itself. Why? Because the casino has the edge, right? <laughs> the casino has the edge, right? So the casino knows that eventually this number will come up and it will take all of your monies, right? So it wants that edge. So the way me and my buddy, we used to play where we, we bet random numbers. Like, okay, I'm gonna bet a six this time. Ah, oh, six didn't come up. Okay, uh, maybe a four next time. Oh, now the six came up and not the four. Okay, now we're gonna do a, a six and a four. Oh, now a five came up, dang it. And we're always one step behind because we're just, we're trying to bet on what is a random roll. Right? I think we can all agree, unless you've got weighted dice, right? The the roll is random. You don't you never know what number is gonna come up. So, and this is this is how trading helped me when I learned about the edge in trading. Uh, it helped my gambling a lot. Um, so something and, and my my uh my my friend, he's uh he used to work for the IRS doing audits, he works for the government now. He's a he's a numbers person, he's like a nerd. He's a cool nerd, a little bit of a weirdo. Um, but he's a nerd. He's a smart dude. So he's always deviating. The, he, he understands edges and probabilities, right? And I remember we took a four-hour trip. We were driving, no, like a six-hour trip up to like Foxwood Casinos up in uh, Connecticut. And the whole trip, he's rambling about this new crap strategy. We got nothing better to do. So we basically created a crap strategy on this six-hour road trip using our, our kind of our, our abilities together. And the way we play is this, right? It's all numbers. It's numbers in a money management system. The way we play is this, okay? We're always gonna, you know, six and four have the two second best probabilities. I think, I think it's six and four, yeah. The two second best probabilities, or maybe, yeah, six and, yeah, six and four versus the seven versus what you have to pay to get on them. They have a different payout as well. But essentially our goal is this, right? Our goal is to consistently play the same numbers every single time. Win, lose, or draw, we're always starting off with the same bet. We're covering these four numbers to start off with, right? Six, four, five, and something else, maybe eight. Every single time, right? So there's consistency in what we're doing, right? If we're, if we're betting the same numbers every single time. Now, the key is, again, the casino still has the edge. So the key is we have to somehow exploit our edge. So the key is we're waiting for the hot roll. We're waiting for the, the heavily trending market um, to be moving in, in a bearish direction. And we're looking to just hop on that 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 bullish trend right so the goal is once we or if if we make our money back from those initial bets instead of you know once we cover our initial bet right once we move our stops to break even essentially you guys still with me here once we cover our initial bet we move our stops to break even basically we, we take we we take money off the board so we're in a risk-free position so it's always risk management risk-free position because a hot roll doesn't come too often so it's always risk management, we're always playing defense. But once we put that money in our pocket and we're risk-free, now when we get when that when those numbers continue to hit and we make extra profit, they go on the remaining numbers until eventually the goal is to have all of the numbers covered. And basically you're playing for that hot roll, you're playing for that heavy trend. And a hot roll is one where someone's rolling, they're hitting everything but the seven. And when you have all of the numbers coming or covered. You're going to win on every, on basically every single roll until that seven is hit. So in a way, you're kind of changing the odds by just purely 
you have so much covered that when you look at the odds of all of these numbers being hit or any of these numbers being hit versus the seven being hit, the odds are actually in your favor, but only for a short period of time. And the lesson that we learned was not to get greedy. At first, we would do this. Someone would have a hot roll over to roll in for like 20, 30 minutes, and we'd make so much money. It'd be awesome. And then we'd sit around and we'd wait for the next hot roll so we could make more money. And what do you think happened by waiting for the next hot roll? The casino would take its edge back and would basically extract all of the profits from our pocket, right? Because the casino had the edge. So the majority of the time, that hot roll isn't going to come and you're just, you're trying to survive. So we'd give it all back. So eventually we got smart. We, we, we knew when it was a numbers game, we knew that, hey, once that heavy trend comes, once that hot roll comes, that's going to be our one time. So the goal is survive, survive, survive. You, you can see how it's very similar to trading, right? Survive, survive, survive until you get to that hot roll. Take full advantage of that hot roll. And then don't be stupid. Leave. Because the odds are that hot roll isn't going to come again or you're probably, probably going to go broke by the time it comes again. And leave. Leave. And there have been times where we go in and guess what? We never make it to the hot roll. Doesn't happen. Boom. Go broke. All right, go home. But if you can just survive long enough, and that's where risk management comes in. Again, it's very similar to trading because trading, if you look at your equity curve, is basically surviving. A drawdown is basically surviving until your next hot streak. It's the same thing on the craps table. We're just trying to survive, right? Make enough to, to get the break even. And then just wait for that hot trade or that hot roll. Take advantage of it. Make as much as you can. And again, these are just rules-based. That's the difference in trading. These are rules. In trading, you don't want to get greedy with your profits. And in craps, right, you know, there's, there's only, when you're done, you're done. When that seven comes out, you're done. It all starts over. Um, but take advantage of it and then leave. But the key is, right, it's a, and going back to the original point, it's a consistent approach. It's no longer trying to do one thing one time and trying to pick like, hey, I think this guy's going to roll a three. <laughs> or I think this guy's going to roll an eight. Oh, this is a field guy. He's going to roll a field, field bet, right? We're not trying to pick what, what numbers are going to come up. We're playing, we're playing the probabilities. And it's the same thing with your, your trading strategy. You're not trying to pick winners and losers in the market. Gosh, if I knew when a winner and loser were coming, shoot. I'd have all the money in the world because I'd never take a loser again. I'll tell you that. Maybe one, just so the IRS doesn't get get uh, too much too much into my business. But uh, yeah, we don't know. We don't know the outcome of any given trade. We just know the the bigger picture probability, and we know that in in the long run, things should be in our favor if we take a consistent approach, and obviously if we have. Money.